Hi there, child of God. Good morning and welcome to the Daily Bread with Tuba. I'd like to thank you yet again for tuning into the Daily Bread this morning and listening to the Word of God. And uh, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome to the family. And in this family, we're on a journey of God daily in the Word of God and through the revelation of the Holy Spirit. Now, before we start as usual, we're going to call upon God and ask God to help us understand the Word of God this morning. So whatever you're doing, just humble your heart for just 20 to 30 seconds as we call upon God and ask him to take over. Heavenly Father, we give you glory and honor and praise. We magnify your name. We glorify your name for you are worthy and you're wonderful. Father, we thank you that, Father, you have never failed and you consistently faithful. Mighty God, great is your faithful and your mercy towards us. Father, we pray that even as we start this day with your word that you may speak to us in a mighty way. I pray that this word may be a word that people have been waiting for. Father, I pray that your word, the entrance of your word may bring light into our heart and may be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I decrease that you may come and increase, O God, for your glory and I disappear that you may come and appear for your glory, O God. Have your way. Do what only you can do. Holy Spirit, I ask that you take over and you just speak to your people the way they want to be spoken to in the way that they can understand. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I decrease that you may come and increase for your glory and I disappear that you may come and appear for your glory. Give me the time of an orator, God, to deliver your word just as you're placing it in my heart. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen and amen. So the word of God for today um, is uh, rather, we're taking a different approach. And I just uh, felt the need to share about something that I have learned that has really helped me in my work with God. And it's a very sensitive topic. We struggle with it most of the times. And uh, most of the times we think that we have done it, but then we haven't actually accomplished it. I don't know if I should say that we haven't actually accomplished that. And what we're talking about today is forgiveness. Forgiveness, forgiveness, forgiveness. Well, for those that are old, uh, that have been here from the very beginning of the journey in the Daily Bread, you are already aware that there is a podcast episode that speaks about asking for forgiveness from God. And in that episode, you get to understand how we approach the throne of grace when we're asking God for forgiveness. Amen. I'm speaking about forgiveness, not only in the aspect of forgiving others, because the word of God just tells us, even in uh, when, the, when Jesus was direct, directing the disciples to pray, there was a part where he said, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. So as we forgive, we are forgiven. Now, I don't want to focus on that today, but I want to focus on a very sensitive aspect. And I think it's holding a lot of people from moving on in life, from progressing from the point of where they were before. And that is forgiving yourself. Many people do not know how to forgive themselves, basically, for the things that have happened, for the things that uh, you've gone through in your life. You don't know how to forgive yourself. Uh, Today, the Holy Spirit uh, he saw it fit for you to learn how to do this and so this thing has actually helped me a lot and I've noticed that so many people struggle with this area in their lives whereby they find it hard to forgive themselves amen so I'll start with forgiving others first the Bible says forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us so it means that for us to be forgiven we have to forgive now, forgiving someone is not, 
doesn't end in you just accepting that person's apology. When you forgive a person, you literally let go of the feeling that was attached to whatever they did to you. You let go of the feeling attached to whatever they did to you and how you felt when whatever they did at that time when they did whatever they did. For example, let's say I come and I conspire against you. When you decide to forgive me, you decide to let go of the feeling you felt when you found out that I conspired against you. That was the moment when you found out that I wronged you, right? So when you forgive me, you literally forgive like you let go or you release from your the proper term is releasing from your heart the feeling and the emotion and the memory of how you felt when i wronged you that is forgiveness and this is what god does to us he forgives us completely it's like each time when we wrong we we, we wrong god or maybe we go in misalignment when we come boldly to his presence to say god i understand and i realize even in my heart that i i am i'm in a state of complete brokenness and a feeling like god please forgive me for what i have done the moment you ask for forgiveness there and there god forgives you right and at that moment he lets go of the feeling the the feeling the emotion everything that was attached to the mishap or the mistake that you committed so when you forgive someone you literally let go of the emotion that you felt towards that person i want to share with you a very interesting aspect about this because many people i've heard them say this statement and i won't lie to you i was also one of them forgiveness i can forgive someone but friendship is by choice does that sound familiar to you mm-hmm yeah why i'm saying this is because i also used to say the same thing because to me it felt right up until the holy spirit now corrected me when you forgive someone when they've wronged you you should be in a state whereby you are able to even i feel like after saying what i'm about to say some people are going to be <laughs> they're going to reconsider a lot of things but i do not blame you for the way you will feel after i say what i am about to say because i felt the same way when the holy spirit was making me to realize that i have been wrong about this all along when you forgive someone you should be in a state of being able to converse with that person that wronged you without feeling the emotion of what they did without recalling and reminiscing and experiencing the contention that you felt when they wronged you example that we used before i conspire against you when you decide to forgive me the next time you meet me you are supposed to be able to have a proper conversation with me disregarding everything that i did to wrong you mm food for thought right there quite sure there's someone that is going like say what now yes that is exactly what i mean which means i ha- you have to disregard that's what god does he dis- he he forgets everything that you have done wrong and to him it's a clean slate we are starting over from a clean place amen i learned this when i thought i had forgiven someone of something they wronged me and i felt like by me separating myself from that person i'm setting boundaries for my heart and you know what my escape verse was 
Keep your heart with all diligence because out of it flows the issues of life. I felt like personally, it was... I'm saying this because I feel that the Holy Spirit led me to share all this because I feel like many people would benefit from this. Amen. He was like, he, I told myself that I personally, pardon me for that, that I will guard my heart because I do not want to have in connect, connection with that person ever again. Mm. The moment you now say that, I just want to let you know you have not completely forgiven that person. When you say that, oh, I forgave them, so I will block him because I don't have anything, I don't want anything to do with this person. Oh, I forgave her, so I will block that person because I don't want anything to do with that person. I am sorry to burst your bubble this morning, child of God. You have not forgiven. It's time for us to do things the right way. You haven't forgiven this person for whatever they've done to you. Rather, you are avoiding the person so that you avoid the feeling of contention so that you avoid the memory forgiveness is part of a, a way of overcoming the memory because the moment many people say this because they are trying to block any kind of bitterness the moment you are saying that I will block that person, that simple act of blocking the person is a sign of bitterness. Unforgiveness, it bursts out bitterness. And when you are bitter, it's a bad aroma. It's a bad smell to you. Each time when I, the times when I would feel uh, like I'm bitter towards someone, whenever I'm praying, I'll be feeling like my prayers are not coming out as an, they're not a fragrance. My worship is not even a fragrance. It stinks somehow because there's something that is blocking your heart. And so when you forgive someone, you completely let go. I learned this the hard way. And let me just tell you something, child of God. All this that I'm saying is, not achievable by your own strength you need the holy spirit to help you to forgive someone to that level whereby you are completely free from whatever happened in the past i got to a point where i had a conversation with this person and i was like hey i thought i forgave you but the truth is i didn't and i don't want to be bitter because when i'm bitter towards you and i hold something in my heart it will tend to also affect you in as much as you don't even uh maybe you have not even kept in mind what you have done to me or maybe you thought pardon me for that noise and maybe you thought that maybe well as for this one I, it was something that was more serious but it hurt me you get it I, I i got to the point where i let that thing out and then i told the person i don't want to feel this way so i release this is the this was the holy spirit helping me because i was I literally was like, Holy Spirit, how do I do this? He was like, go and talk to the person you've, who's wronged you and tell them you release them from your heart. And the moment I said that, that thing right there left me and I felt free. That is the aspect of forgiving someone. When you are forgiven someone completely, you should be in a position where you are able that God can even use you to pray for that person without you going like when he brings the name of that person, be like, ah, Uncle Bernard. But this is the uncle that abused me as a child. Why should I pray for him? 
When you yourself have forgiven, the forgiveness part is not for the person who wronged you. It is always for you because it affects your heart, not that person's heart. So when you forgive that person, you are doing it for yourself so that you can be free. The Bible says, when I hide iniquity in my heart, God will not hear me. Unforgiveness itself is a sin because we ourselves were forgiven. So if Christ forgave us, we are supposed to forgive. If we choose not to forgive, then we are actually going against what Christ did. Right? Amen. So you should be in the point whereby you are able to pray for that person and even have a conversation with that person without feeling or even remembering anything that happened. And that is achievable by the work of the Spirit. Now, going to the point of forgiving yourself. Amen. Forgiving yourself. I think I will explain this in the next part of this of today's episode. Amen. On the part of forgiving yourself. Many people find it hard to forgive themselves. And I will explain the root cause as to why in the next part of the episode. Hey child of God, welcome back to the Daily Bread. And this is part two of forgiving now in the previous part i was speaking about forgiving others because i felt that that is a part part also that we have to understand and come into realization with and yes just to recap you saying you've forgiven someone and you close all access or not all access as such but and you decide to block that person from your social media, whatever, you haven't forgiven that person. There's still an underlining bitterness. Amen. Now, over to forgiving yourself. Many people struggle with forgiving themselves because of the following reason. When we do something wrong or when we sin against God, the first reaction we we get when we come to the realization that we have sinned is self-condemnation. And that is the root cause, the root factor that the devil uses the most he knows that when you can condemn yourself you will stay in that point what self-condemnation does it that is just is is that it keeps you stagnant at one point and you do not move forward when you have self-condemnation you automatically think that when you sin or when you do something wrong against god or when you rebel against god in any way god doesn't want you back that is self-condemnation but the word of god reminds me that there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus who are called according to his purpose right so if god doesn't condemn you who are you to condemn yourself so this is the main reason as to why many people do not forgive themselves because they stay in a certain point of condemnation. I just wanted you to understand that whenever you you miss your way, God is always always ready to receive you with open arms. If you come to the understanding understanding to an, a point of understanding, pardon me, of a scripture that says there is therefore no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus, then you know when the voice of self-condemnation comes from the enemy, you can block that voice. Like I said before, 
The Bible says, come boldly into his presence so that you can obtain mercy and grace for times of need. When you come to a place whereby you feel like you have wronged God, the moment that you realize that and you want to go back to God, the first thing you ask for is, oh Lord, have mercy on me. Now, if you have self-condemnation, you do not have the boldness to even come into the presence of God to ask for mercy. So that makes you to stay at a certain point where you are continuously condemning yourself. The devil knows that once he opens the gate for self-condemnation, then every other thing comes in. He will now start to tell you that nobody loves you. He now starts to tell you that look at you. You're such a big sinner. You are not even worthy to even come into the church. You're not even worthy to even minister before God because you are such a big sinner. God doesn't want sinners to hold the mic. You're busy transferring the bad aura in you to the people. And you sit, 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 sit there. It causes you to sit in a certain position and you just ponder in that thought. Remember, you're not moving forward. You are not moving forward. You're just stuck there. But when you come to a realization that God doesn't condemn you, then you are able to step into his presence with boldness and say, God, I know I did wrong. I know I made a mistake. But at this point in time, I ask for your mercy to be upon me. I don't always get it right, God, but I ask that by your mercy, you may cleanse me, that you may forgive me for all my sins. I learned how to forgive myself through the help of the Holy Spirit. The word of God clearly tells us that David would encourage himself in the Lord. Why am I using this? I want you to realize that when you speak to yourself, even your every faculty of your body responds. There are moments in the Bible whereby David will say, Why are you troubled, O my soul? And he would encourage himself in the Lord. Which means he spoke to himself. I decided one day that I would like to try this. And this actually worked. I remember I was about to get into a fast. And I started preparing my mind prior to that fast. I started telling myself, the next 10 days, you body, you are going to die to self. That means you are not going to crave ice cream. You are not going to crave watching Netflix. You are not going to crave seeing reels on Instagram. You are not going to crave things that we're shining against. I know you like to watch YouTube reels, shorts, but you are not going to watch them. Rather, we are going to spend time in prayer. Yes, my body, you love to sleep. But this coming 10 days, we will wake up in the middle of the night and we will war and contend for what rightly belongs to me. Us. I was talking to myself. To my surprise, it worked. Because the next day, I found the next 10 days when I started the fast, I found out that I was going through the fast so easily. Even the things that I craved and I loved, I would just pass them. I developed a certain level of temperance, a certain level of self-control because I spoke to myself. So why am I saying this to you? I want to say this to you because I want you to understand that part of forgiving yourself is part of you sitting down and having a conversation with yourself. You know what, Tua, you did wrong. But the Bible tells us that there is therefore no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. So if there is no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus, who are you to, uh, to say that you are like this? Are we not opening the door for the enemy to condemn us? Hmm. Holy Spirit, 
please help me to forgive myself. Help me to let go of this. <laughs> help me to let go of that and not blame myself. Not forgiving yourself is continuously blaming yourself for the things that you did before. Not forgiving yourself is also noticeable when you have a regret over something that has happened. I was the one that caused this. If only I didn't. If I had been more watchful. If I had been more watchful, my child wouldn't have drowned in the pool. If I had been more watchful, then my wife wouldn't have gotten burnt. I'm just giving random examples. Maybe someone is in the situation. If I had not done this, this would have come like this. The statement of if I had not, it's from a point of you regretting what had happened. If I had not said yes to this guy, I wouldn't be in this position. If I had not said yes to him when he asked me to marry him, I would not be in a position whereby I'm suffering a marriage. If I had not gone to that wish doctor, maybe my kids would be okay by now. If I had not said such, such a thing, maybe I would have still kept my job. Those statements come from a place where you have not forgiven yourself. One number one step of you forgiving yourself is for you to understand that what has happened has passed. You cannot go back to the past and rewrite the five or ten minutes ago of whatever you said that was wrong. Like I said before, not forgiving yourself makes you to stay in one place. You are looking over the past rather than you moving forward. Even the Bible says forget the things of old now. But you are still standing here like Lord's wife. You turn back. You still you remain there like the pillar of salt <laughs> and you will not move. But when you decide like, wait, I cannot go back to the past. I have done what I have done. I let this person in my life and they were toxic. I had this relationship with this person. I gave my body to this person and I feel like I am toxic. I, I am just dirty. I feel like I am the worst person. Even when I'm walking in the street, I feel like people already know. But I cannot change that now, can I? I can't. But Holy Spirit, at this time, I need you to help me forgive myself. Help me to forgive myself. I always use myself as an example because once I learned how to do this, every single thing became opened up for me. I was asking God for something, praying and believing in God to do something for me. And the answers were, were not coming. This is why it's very important for you to be surrounded by people that are able to encourage you in the place of prayer and spiritually. I had a friend of mine and then I went to speak to her. I said, Lily, I did something. So I'm mentioning her name. Maybe she'll listen to this. I was like, Lily, I did something. And this thing that I did, I feel so bad about it. And I'm asking God to show me mercy. But it seems like I'm not receiving that mercy. She was quick to just pick it up and she was like, you know what? It's because you have not forgiven yourself. Go home. Sit in the place where you are not distracted, where you usually talk to the Holy Spirit and tell him, help me to forgive myself. And you will see that your answer will come instantly. Things will start moving. I went home and I sat down and I was like, Holy Spirit, help me. And the Holy Spirit took me at that point of time into a series of confessions that helped me to forgive myself. He was like, you cannot change the past. It's in the past. But 
Jesus doesn't condemn you. Who is that one that condemns you? Remember the woman that was being stoned because she was caught in the act of adultery? He said, if I don't condemn you, then who, if, if, if he said, he who has no sin, let them cast the first stone. Everyone left. He was like, who is, where are your, are your accusers? That right there, that was Jesus saying that I do not condemn you. So if Jesus doesn't condemn me, then who am I to condemn myself? And I say to myself, Tuba, by the power of the Spirit, Tuba, I forgive you. I forgive myself for what happened. And I am ready to move on. At that moment in time, I also felt free. Now, iniquity that I was hiding in my heart is gone. So now when I'm praying and asking for God, for something from God or speaking to God, God was able to hear me. And then what happened afterwards was something totally amazing. Not only did God answer my prayers, but his mercy spoke for me where I could not speak. Remember what was causing me not to obtain this mercy was because I was entering his presence with not with boldness, but with self-condemnation and stepping out. That will block you from obtaining mercy. So today I give you an exercise. Regardless of what you've done, there is no sin that is too great that Jesus didn't die for. There is no weight of sin that the glory cannot handle. He already paid the price for you in the course of Calvary. So I do beg you this morning for you to take time and forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for what happened. And I assure you, your life if you adopt this principle in each and every single thing, because this attack of self-condemnation, they always happen after you do something wrong. They'll always be there. But if you grasp this concept, it's time when the devil comes to condemn you, be like, I silence you right now. There is therefore no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. You don't have a right to condemn me. And even if I did wrong before God, my rod of punishment does not lie with you. Amen. That is the word of God I have for you today. Please be a blessing to somebody else and send out this podcast to someone who needs to hear it. Let us be a blessing to everyone else around the world. I love you, children of God, and stay under the shadow of the Almighty. Kisses from heaven.